You're listening to Through the Fire Podcast, where we talk about trauma, transparency, and triumph. Has a life-altering event left you confused, broken, and bruised? Guess what? You're not alone, and this is not the end. Join us as we discuss experiences with traumatic and tragic seasons, what we're learning, how we're overcoming, and how you can too. We're your hosts, Montez Dove and Cedricia Thomas, and we're talking beauty for ashes, y'all. Welcome back to another episode. Thanks again for joining us today. Today, we are going to be talking about obedience. Obedience and the importance of being obedient and exactly what that means to be obedient. So one of the first things that I did during my research, I looked up the word obedience. And according to Google, the word obedience means to comply with an order request or law or submission to another's authority. And um, yeah, that's what it means to be obedient. And, you know, I'm just thinking about life today and the world and culture today. That's not something that's really smiled upon is to be obedient. A lot of things that what we're seeing today is a lot of things that's out of control. A lot of people aren't being submissive to each other or just being obedient to parents, obedient to authority. It's just like, you know, a lot of times I look around, it's just like a lot of things are just in rebellion. So it just seems like it's not very important to be obedient, but actually being obedient is a very important thing to do. So we have people that we need to be accountable to. We definitely need to be obedient to our parents authority. And, you know, most of all, we need to be obedient to God and the things of God, because it's a good thing to be obedient. It's a lot of good things that can come out of being obedient or being a person of obedience. And especially, you know, when it comes to the things of God, you know, a lot of times when God is prompting us to do something or leading us to do something, we don't think much of it. And a lot of times we may not even have the relationship that we need with God to even understand when God is requesting something of us. We're not in tune like that. You know, so sometimes it can be the most simple thing to do. It might be laid on your heart to pick up the phone sometimes and give a person a call. It might be laid on your heart to treat a person to lunch or pay for a person's meal or groceries at the grocery store. These are just little promptings that God would ask us to do sometimes. He might tell you to give something away. And a lot of times when we're having these, you know, promptings, we don't actually understand it. We don't have all the information, all the details of a thing. And a lot of times just us being human, you know, before I even do this, I want to know what's up. Like, why are you telling me to do this? We trying to make it make sense to us before we do it. But a lot of times you're not going to understand the full picture. All God is just trying to get you to do is participate. He wants to use you at that moment as a vessel because he's trying to use you to serve someone else, or he's trying to use you to minister to someone else, or he's trying to use you to get something to someone else. So a lot of times that's what being obedient is about. It just brings me to this story of God asked me one day to do something. It seemed like a very simple thing, 
I'm very much into books. I have a crazy library. I have like a bookstore <laughs> situation going on. But anyway, I was getting ready for work one day and it was just on my heart. This young lady at my job, she was on my heart and on my mind. So as I'm getting ready to leave, I feel this nudge and I call it God, the Holy Spirit. And he's telling me to grab a certain book, grab a certain book and give it to your coworker. And I said, okay. And then, you know, I got in the business of the morning again and, you know, just preparing to leave. And I actually forgot the book. So a couple of days later in the week, as I'm getting ready to leave, I'm getting this unction again to grab that book, grab this particular book and give it to your coworker. I said, okay, I got it today. I got it. But you know, at the same time, Dreesy, I'm kind of reasoning because first of all, I'm thinking this is kind of strange. This is kind of weird. I'm just giving my coworker this book. The other thing that's on my mind is this is a really good book. This is a brand new book. And is she even going to read it? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I could have questioned myself out of being obedient. I could have reasoned myself out of that moment and say, you know what? This book going to stay on the shelf. But that's not the case. So I was obedient. And, you know, a lot of times when you're being obedient, it makes you feel a little bit strange. It makes you feel like you're invading on the other person because you don't know if that person is going to receive what you're taking to them at the moment. You don't know if you're going to be rejected for being obedient, but it's just up to you to do what you're being led to do. But, you know, long story short, this little act of obedience was really a huge act. So the title of this book that I shared with this young lady is called Breaking the Spirit of Intimidation. And it's by John Bevere. Breaking the Spirit of Intimidation. See me, Miss Moni, I didn't know how deep her intimidation went, but God did. So I gave her the book. I did what I was supposed to do. And I know I walked by her office maybe a few times and I saw the book still at the office on her desk. So I'm going back and forth in my mind, like saying, like, see what I'm saying? (laughs) See what I'm saying? I've given the girl the book and she's not even reading it. Not knowing it was a certain time for her to read the book. Everything was timed. It was orchestrated. So what the young lady did just a few weeks after I gave her the book, she went on a vacation with her husband. She went out of town not just out of town. She went far away. She traveled to Mexico. So she's texting me weeks later after I give her the book about how the book was just blessing her and how the book was speaking to her. Not knowing that in this young lady's heart, she shared with me that she had an urge and she had a desire for the things of God, but she was intimidated about talking to her husband about it. So not knowing that her reading this book and downloading this book and God ministering to her through this book would give her the courage to have the conversations that she needed to have with her husband about wanting to be closer to God and wanting to get into church again. But it was so perfect. It was so orchestrated, even for her to go on this vacation solo, not solo, but without her children so that she can have this intimate time and moment with her spouse so that they could have this conversation. 
it was a great time and a great conversation because a lot of fruit came out of that. They were in agreement that, yes, we do need to get back into church. We do need to get the kids and the family back into the house of God. So it opened up that door for her to share that information. It opened up his heart to receive it. And it's opened up their whole life and their whole family again to going to church on a regular basis and drawing closer to God. Beautiful. So just a little act of me picking up a book Mm -hmm. that actually have an eternal impact. So I said all of that to say, don't take anything lightly. Don't take anything lightly. And, And whatever God is telling you to give, or bless someone else with, or to sow, let it go. Let it go. Because a lot of times that's what he will ask you to do. He will ask you to give away something or sacrifice something that's meaningful to you, not something you don't want. Because like I said, I like these books and they're like babies to me. So I didn't take it lightly to sow this book to her because I want to make sure this book is taken care of. I want to make sure is going forth with a purpose. I'm just not trying to give away a book for someone else to put it on their shelf. I know it's some very powerful information between these pages that can help someone. So when I sew something like my books, I want someone to benefit from them. So I had a little attachment to that book. I know that I could always replace that book, but I didn't want to replace it because I already had it. That just goes to show you too, that a lot of things that we have, they aren't ours. We're just in stewardship of it. And when God tells us to release it, we need to release it and let it go because it's now supposed to be a blessing to someone else. Or sometimes God will give you the means to get something and it's actually for someone else. Like I say, it's all about being sensitive and being used by God and um, just being obedient. Obedient comes to things one to protect you or to get you further, you know, as an individual. And also God will use us to be a blessing to others in their lives. So it's just amazing to me. And, you know, right now, even as I'm talking, a whole nother story is coming. So, you know, it's a young lady that I do lunch with once a month. And we just like a week ago went to a restaurant. We went to a Mexican restaurant and I know we weren't there five minutes. We wasn't there five minutes into getting settled and everything. And she looked at me and she said, Montez, do you need a tablet? And I'm thinking like, what, like a note tablet, like, or the electronic tablet? I'm thinking like, maybe no, I don't really need a tablet. But immediately she asked me that, do you need a tablet? But you know, then maybe minutes later after she said that, I said, well, thinking to myself, I do have like, this kind of outdated iPad, it still works. It still functions, but I don't know if it's even safe for me to update it at this point. I don't know if everything will go away. I don't know, but I know it's very old. So I did think of that, but you know, that thing was still on her heart. It was still on her heart. So later on, after we finished lunch, we went our separate ways. It was just like later on, she's like asking me like, are you at home? Like, can I get your address? Because usually when we meet, we only like just meet at the restaurants. We don't even really meet at each other's house. She asked me for my address. And then, you know, might be about 20 or 30 minutes later, she shows up. 
her and her husband is making a special delivery. I'm like, what is going on? (laughs) She says, Montez, she says, God put this on my heart for me to get this for you. Wow. So she goes to the store and she buys me a brand new updated iPad Air. Mm, mm, mm. I was like, are you serious right now? She said, yeah. She said, I talked to the person at the store and I say, I have a friend that I need to get this for, for some of her creative processes. And I just want her to have this. So I'm making this purchase for her. So I want you to make sure it has all the features on here that she can do what she needs to do to be creative. Mm. That was amazing to me. It was so unexpected. It was something that I didn't ask for. I didn't ask her for it. I wasn't really pressed about it, Mm -hmm. but it's something that God wanted to get to me. And he had a young lady that was willing to be obedient and make the investment and get it to me. So I'm not making this stuff up. This is real life. Yeah. So, you know, I was very honored and um, it was such a blessing. And like I say, when you do things like that, when you're obedient, it's just a blessing for both parties that you were able to be used to be a blessing to someone else. And the person who's receiving the blessing, it's incredible to be thought about because a lot of times the things that you're doing, you don't really even know the details of what you're doing and why you're doing it. Mm -hmm. But that person knows why you did it. So it's almost like God saying through that person, I see you. I got you. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, it's very important to be obedient. I just keep saying that over and over again. It's important for you to be obedient to your parents. It's important for you to be obedient to authority. And it's so important to be obedient to the word of God and even an instruction that he's given you. I don't know if anything like that has ever happened with you, Dreesy. Any instances where God might have used you or prompted you to do something for someone and and you had no clue what he was doing? Or even how about has that happened for you? Has it someone- has. Yeah, it definitely has happened for me. But I know I have some good ones in terms of what I did as well. One of them I'm thinking about is with my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And I was back in college, I want to say. Honestly, I can't even tell you like, it just popped out of nowhere because one, I'm in college. So it's like, I'm not at that point financially to do what it is that you really want to do ideally one day for like your grandparents, your parents, you know, if that makes sense. But I remember that I sent her like a good chunk of change, like for a college student. And I remember like my grandmother caught me weeping. She caught me weeping. And it's like, you know, you never know. Like sometimes you, you just feel like, hmm, this came out of nowhere or this nudge came out of nowhere, but let me go ahead and do it. And like, sometimes that is the exact amount that a person needs. That's right. You know, and, you know, I'm sure I could think of tons more. Even the example here, I think I told you about, I hadn't told a friend about like nothing about starting no podcast. And this is like one of the gifts she gave me was like the podcast microphone and stuff like that. And I just, woohoo. Okay, boy, I must really be hearing you. Then you really telling me I need to be doing something with a podcast, clearly. That's right. So, you know, I think that those are beautiful moments because, like you said, it it really inspires and encourages both parties. Because one party, you know, it feels good to give. To me, it does. Like, it feels good to be able to give and to see that what you gave was much needed. Like, that feels good. That's right. It also feels good to know, like, oh, I hear God for real. <laughs> you know, 
like I wasn't going crazy. That's I right. wasn't hearing things, you know, it edifies you. That's what I should say. It edifies you. It encourages you. It sure does. And then for the other person, of course, to receive something that you truly needed, you know, that maybe was an answered prayer that nobody knew about. You were contemplating starting and launching a project that you really hadn't told anybody just yet. You need mm-hmm. a certain amount of money. You know, it's just, it's beautiful for both parties. It sure is. It sure is. And a lot of times when God is asking us to do something, we feel like we don't have the tools or the equipment or the resources to do it. And then he'll send someone along to start pouring those things into your life. Just like he had laid it on your heart some months or years earlier to do a podcast. And these are also ways he confirms things. So then boom, it looks like out of the blue, your friend gifts you with a microphone. Yes. That's not a coincidence. Right. (laughs) That's not a coincidence. And also, like you said, a lot of time God wants to use us to be an answer to someone's prayer. Yes. People are praying different things in private. They're having certain struggles in private. And then when God openly blessed them through somebody or a stranger, it really boosts their faith in God. He hears me. He sees me. He loves me. He's going to provide for me just like he said he would. So, yeah. So we just talked about that thing from a lot of different angles and stuff. And like I said, we've both said in a previous episode about being a steward. A lot of the things that we feel like we own, we don't really own. We are just a steward of them. Yeah. So we need to be flexible with these things. So if God lays something on our heart, we need to go ahead and sow it. We need to sow it. Oh, wow. Stories after stories are popping up as we're talking. Mm. Okay. Now I'm going to say another one. This might, you know, this is another. This is it. Yes. This brings me to a story. You know, I've mentored young people through the years and um, come in contact with a lot of young people and also their parents. And I've got to learn a lot of things about them. And a lot of times it's not just me pouring into them and teaching them things. They're bringing their life and their issues to the meetings. So it's a young lady that was in the group some years ago and her grandmother was looking out for her. Her grandmother was wanting her to have a vehicle. And she came to me one day and her grandmother was sick at one point, but the lady had her friend to drive her over to my house and make a request of me. And she said, would you look out for my grandbaby, a car? Now, I'm not sure exactly why she, you know, brought that directly to me because I didn't have anything extra. I didn't have any extra resources for that. I didn't have an extra vehicle at the time for that. But I took that into my heart because I know her grandmother, even on her sick bed, was looking out for her grandbaby. So I held on to that information, not knowing how God was going to use me to unfold that request. So I gave my car, which was a Corolla. When my daughter went to college, I gave her my car and I went in debt to get a whole nother car so she could be debt free. Focus on school, not worry about a car note and all that grown people stuff. So I gave her the car. She used it to come back and forth, you know, from college and to and fro and whatever she had to do. And then at graduation time, she started her new job and new career. And she decided that she wanted to upgrade from that car. 
And then it started kind of clicking right there. So then I had this car that my daughter had used to go back and forth to college. And this mm-hmm. other young lady, she still didn't have a car at the time. So this car that my daughter used and she no longer wanted, I didn't trade it in. We didn't trade it in, but we kept that car and it sat for a few weeks or a few months. Then it kind of came to me. I was like, well, if my daughter doesn't want this car anymore, and this was like two or three years later, if she doesn't want this car anymore, I might be able to give this car to her friend. So boom, boom, boom. It just all came full circle. By the time this moment came, I was able to surprise this young girl with this car. I gave her this car debt free, just like her grandmother had requested for me to look out for her. And at this time, her grandmother wasn't even with us anymore. Her grandmother had passed on. Wow. But I was so honored to be able to do that in request of her grandmother. Hmm. Her grandmother laid that on my heart. That's something she wanted to do. I didn't know how I was going to do it. But then God creates this opportunity for me to do it. And he knew that he could get it through me. She had already planted the seed. This was a great young lady. She just needed some help in life, some support. And I was able to bless her and give her the keys to that car. And the day that I presented that car to her, she wept like a baby. Wow. I think both of us did. But do you see what I'm saying? So it doesn't it doesn't matter if God is telling you to give away a book or if he's telling you to give away a car. We are stewards and he wants to use us to be a blessing to others. Right. So, yeah, I'm just sharing these examples. I'm just sharing these testimonies because I want y'all to catch on to this and just get a little bit more flexible with the things that you have. Get more in tune to God and how he's leading you. And don't worry about that person paying you back. Don't give to get. Give to be a blessing and know that out of your obedience, God has your reward. Yeah. And just like he's using you to see about others, he's going to use others to see about you. And he's going to always provide for you. Yep. So, yeah, that's what life is about. Just being a vessel and being used by God and being obedient and bringing joy to others whenever you can do that. So. Those are some great examples about being obedient and the importance of it, because sometimes it can be tied to people's destinies. It can be tied to people's eternal place in God. It can just be a great helping hand to others. So if we have it, you know, the saying, Dreesy, I'm blessed to be a blessing. Yeah, That's what we need to be doing. We need to be blessed to be a blessing. And also, you don't have to be rich to do this. You don't have to have like crazy abundance to do this. Sometimes God will ask you to give out of nothingness, out mm-hmm. of your little bit, because your little means a lot. Yep, exactly. So don't try to put it on a scale what you have to give. Whatever he asks you to give is worth more than you can even imagine. So, yeah, we just sharing a little bit of a light that comes out of being obedient. Um, I want you to look at being obedient as a positive thing. It's a very serious thing. So it's very important to be sensitive to God, sensitive even to what your parents are saying, sensitive to authority, because there are great rewards for every party when it comes to being obedient. So we hope that we're being a good example for you. And we want you to know that we're all in this thing called life together and we're overcoming. And you can too. 
Thank you for joining us this week on Through the Fire podcast. You can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Through the Fire podcast. You can also connect with Montez at The Poetic INSP and on Facebook as Montez Dove. You can connect with Cedricia on Instagram and Facebook at Cedricia Thomas. Be sure to subscribe to the show to catch new episodes every Thursday and leave us a comment or review. Thank you for listening and see you next week.